0: What's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of Worldly Church Girl. It's your girl, your host, Lillian Harshaw. On today's show, I have the Amazon bestseller. She is a chiropractor. She is a functional medicine practitioner. She is a life coach and so much more. She is Dr. Patricia belong a.k.a. Dr. Pat. Amazon bestsellers, lifestyle coach, chiropractor, speaker, more than 30 years teaching people how to live longer and better just by improving their habits, health, and their happiness. What is lifestyle
1: medicine? So lifestyle medicine was coined, it's, a, it was a, it's an emerging branch. So the, the two emerging branches in medicine are functional medicine and lifestyle medicine. So lifestyle medicine takes a look at the whole person. It's very similar to functional medicine, um, but it takes a look at the whole person and it looks at how things can, um, how somebody can adapt their lifestyle um, using this plan first. So diet, you know, then you look at doing exercise, then you would do target supplementation. And then you would do medications if they did, if the other top three didn't work, um, and you know maybe like other things like you know chiropractic, acupuncture, things like that. So lifestyle medicine is um, a is a emerging um, medicine. In a lot of people practice it now um, because they have found that they've been able to you know make. Significant lifestyle changes and help people make those changes in their life so that they have better habits, health, and happiness.
0: So, what made you choose this practice? Um, I've been, as a chiropractor,
1: you do it automatically. You know, and in the, the National Institute of Health, you know, coined it um, as a branch you know, at one point in time. And then um, I also have certification as a lifestyle medicine coach. Under the auspices of first line therapy, which is a program I did with um, out, with a place out in California, and it just came naturally to me. I had a really great mentor when I, I was in chiropractic school that um, I never missed his class. If I thought was sick, I would still be there. He was so great because he interests me so deeply into like how food could be medicine. And I had these really interesting um, health breakthroughs um, myself. You know, when I used to get, I used to get colds and laryngitis. I'd get them, you know, being in Michigan in that ice cold weather that I grew up in. Um, I would have, you know, laryngitis, I'd have a cold, go to laryngitis and I couldn't talk. It was a three week program when I started getting adjusted in chiropractic school and changing some of the, my food choices, I didn't have a cold anymore. I didn't get laryngitis. Yeah. And, you know, I expressed more health, um, and, you know, I was more alert. I had, you know, my grade point, which I was pretty decent to begin with, you know, ended up in the mid to high threes. Um, wow. And so it was just like, it, it was a, you know, mind blowing thing going to chiropractic school for me. And there was this, all these pieces of the puzzle fit together, you know, so he was my first person that made that, you know, open Pandora's box. And then, you know, I, you know, when I graduated, I went like, well, now what do you Supposed to do with all this information. And um, the first seminar I went to as a licensed doctor, I met this guy, um, doctor, his name was Dr. Frank, and it was like opening Pandora's box again. I had such bad allergies to very specific things, and he adjusted me. I changed a couple habits, and I have never had those experiences
0: ever again. I'm actually going to an ENT doctor right now, trying to figure out what's going on with my own allergies. We should take a look at that because there's little things that
1: people, you know, do that um, are habits that they picked up that they, they've done all the time. And I've never met anybody with allergy problems that they don't have a, some level of gut problem with digestion and that type of thing.
0: Yep. I have that too. <laughs> <laughs> found out well, about the gut issue before I found out about the allergy issues. Cause I've always had allergies Far as I knew, I just have allergies. Allergy season comes, I just expect, you know, to suffer. So mm-hmm. it's no big deal. So then, when the stomach start acting up, I was more concerned about that than I was my allergies.
1: Well, a lot of times people try to treat the symptom of the allergy. So what happens in Western medicine? Western medicine treats the, they don't treat the root cause; they treat the symptom. And so you keep on watering down the symptom until it can no longer be watered down. And so when you do that, you're constantly looking for the next, you know, the next wonder thing. Like, oh, I can take this alternative medication for blah, 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 blah. And now I've got this problem back again. I've got to change it to something else. Number one, it's costly in time. It's also costly in you know, out of your pocketbook too. So testing and going to the root of a cause is more efficient, you know, and one of the ways that I do that is I have a a health questionnaire or health snapshot that um, is in my book that I recently wrote that you mentioned. And also, um, you know, I have, you know, when I'm coaching one-on-one, I have a shortened version of just those questions but the book is important because it sets up it sets the stage, so you understand, you know, your why, you're there, and then your how and the what are in the book. A lot of people talk about doing, oh, I've got to do a detox or I'm going to do a fast, and it isn't always a good thing to do, depending upon the person and what their health profile is. So if somebody has, you know, um, a high gut score, for instance, in the in my full um, system survey, you know, my whole big questionnaire, then, you know, you got to fix the gut first before Mm -hmm. you can do a detoxification. And and the liver never detoxifies. That's what people, um, have a misconception of. They go, I'm going to do a liver detox and the liver doesn't, you don't detox the liver. The liver has the function of detox. It doesn't have that function of, um, you know, doing, you just don't detox it. And what happens is the liver gets so overwhelmed, you know, what it does is it kicks, it's supposed to take those toxins and put them back into your intestinal tract, and then you either pee them out or you poop them out. And if if they can't do that because those toxins keep on getting reabsorbed, then it goes back to the liver. So when the liver gets overwhelmed with that job, then it starts to store those toxins in fat, bone, brain, you know, and so... If it's, if it's putting them in those places, and you're getting toxins that are really deep. And the other thing, you know, we have such a problem in this country with heavy metals. Heavy yeah. metals go right through the gut lining. It's only one layer. And if the gut lining gets damaged, then you, sometimes you have some proteins that are going through or some foods that are going through the gut too soon, which is setting you up to have, a, later on, have more of an autoimmune response to certain foods. So it's really important to you know, when you're looking at like your you, if I was looking at you, it's like, let's find out what's happening in all your organ systems. And then let's see for sure what's going on with your gut. Because if you change your gut in the health of your gut, you change your life. It's like, you're so much more healthier. You sleep better, you eat better, you interact better, you have better relationships, you have more of a, a opportunity to, um, you know, better relationships with your kids, your family, your husband, the whole thing, um, because you're just not tired, you're not overwhelmed, um, and, and you know everything's functioning the way it's supposed to. So I use the um, analogy um, of like a Swiss watch. Because the Swiss watch I use as an analogy for the body. So the brain controls and coordinates all functions. And so each organ system is like a part of the Swiss watch. So when one part falters, it affects another part. So when the, you know, you, when you, people do liver function tests, one test tests for the liver and the detoxification portion of it, and another test is related back to the heart. So they're inter, you know, a lot, all of the organ systems will, will affect another organ system. And that's why when, you know, I look at the questionnaire I have, and somebody has a high immune score, but they have a really low um, gut score, I'm always saying, you must have been in a hurry when you did this quiz. <laughs> because there's no way, I know anybody who has a high, um, who has a high uh, immune score, which is chapter seven, you know, that has a low, you know, functioning, like they have low scores, which make it a low priority, or your strongest health link. Um, that just this this doesn't exist. <laughs> and right. so, um, you know, it's just like, and it's helping people see that pieces of the puzzle so that they can learn to better advocate for themselves and be better educated about their house so they can make better decisions.
0: I wish I would have talked to you a few weeks ago because I <laughs> literally bought probably, I don't know how many detox teas just because I thought, well, you know, maybe I just need to get a good flushed out. I have um, irritable bowel syndrome, so mm-hmm. I, I know what the problem is and I don't have a gallbladder. So I know my intestines are just fighting and my liver's fighting and everybody's fighting with each other. But you, but I bet you
1: you didn't feel good when you did those.
0: No, not really. Well, especially this last batch that I just got, I'm like, it, it made me feel weird. I, I, I was like, I didn't understand why because it was natural. I said, well, maybe that's just my body resisting it.
1: That happens to a lot of people when they go and they do detoxes on their own because ideally the way to do a detox is not to make your liver purge you know, but is, is to help get toxins out in a natural way. So like the liver does its job better. So in order for the liver to do its job better, you've got to have a gut
0: that's in good shape. There's a term that you use called the Grim Reaper, Grim Reaper syndrome. <laughs> I laughed at that for a couple reasons, mainly because my mother, God rest her soul, she just passed away this year. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. We used to call her Grim Reaper. <laughs> because it didn't matter what you had it was going to turn to death if uh-huh. you said oh my pinky toe's messed up oh you can get gang—you know, gangrene in your foot they have to amputate your foot it'll go up your leg and it'll hit your heart and you will die. God bless her love <laughs> her so we just start calling her grim reapers like don't tell mama that something's wrong with you because then you're going to die <laughs>
1: So related to something that reminds me of, um, that, you know, what was that a Greek wedding or something like that? My fat Greek wedding or yes, whatever, the Windex. you know, with the Windex yes. thing, right. <laughs> you know, and it, so, there's some truth perhaps in Windex, Windex has a lot of chemicals in it, you know, that you don't ever want to like, yeah, you know, yeah, because you're, and,
0: your pimp. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, but you're, you're probably wondering, you know, what I, I call Grim Reaper syndrome are syndromes that are things that, um, people don't pay attention to so it's just like floaters in the eye like they tell you oh that's just a normal part of aging well I don't buy that because in Chinese medicine floaters in your eye are a sign of stagnation and the organ that stagnates the most is the liver so you know and and those floaters can be clear and they could be dark so in Chinese medicine the clear ones relate to the liver and the dark colored ones relate back to the kidneys because the eyes are a window to the soul but they're also a window to kidney and liver function in Chinese medicines per se like in a broad sense okay. um, it's just like a use it as an indicator so like there's like other things like you know people who I used to ask people like so tell me about your poop you know and they would say hi what color is it I don't know <laughs> Just like,
0: yes, you do. Well, then you don't.
1: Then, then you don't know. You know, like, and, and you'd ask questions about it because you know you're looking for well-formed, you know, brown. You know, you're not looking for like goat stool type things because those those in Chinese medicine mean something, and they mean something in Western medicine too. So, the you know, I ask some of those questions on my questionnaire also because it's much it's more detailed than any organ system review you've ever taken in any doctor's office. And, um, and it, it, it shows you the relationship to your pattern. So back to the Grim Reaper part of it, um, you know, there's other symptoms like, you know, you know it's just like being thirsty um, or when you start having bloating in your gut, you know, you ask your friend going, I'm just recently having a lot of bloating, blah, blah, blah. blah and they will say, oh, I had that when I was your age. It goes away. And then you realize like two or three years down the line, it never went away you know, so it's all those things when they start like, you know, one thing by itself, like maybe truly for a short while is no big deal. But then, you know, when something happens and it's perpetual, you know, then all of a sudden you wake up and you're in crisis, you know? And so it's, it's so much more, you know, costly. It's like the, um, um a review that I love, um, on my, um, uh, book, this swim. Wrote in and she said, You don't know you have a problem because you haven't been told you had a problem or something like that. And then she relates it to a flat tire. I mean, we all know that we've had leaks in our tires and we don't put air in it. We go put in air because we don't have time to go to the, the guy at the tire store, you know, and actually have them take it off and look at it. Right. And so we keep on putting a band aid on it, putting a band aid on it, putting a band aid on it. And so one day the tire is going to blow out you know, and you're going to have to not only replace that tire, you're going to have to replace at least two of them, if not four of them. Mm -hmm. And so it's the same, you know, it's the same thing. And in Western medicine, because in Western medicine, they keep on telling you with all those band-aids that they give you, like, cause she asked me, what can you do for chronic, you know, fatigue? And I said, you didn't read the book (laughs) because she emailed me and I said, you didn't read all the book. You didn't read all the book. And then she goes, "What, what can you do for, you know, um, Myofibralgia, and I said, You didn't read the book. <laughs> and you know, and then she came back to me. because I finally finished the book. I hope you, you know, she wrote me a personal message. She goes, Thank you so much for forcing me to read this book because it gave me such a huge different perspective of what's really going on with me. And it gave me the education so I knew exactly where to start my health journey. Because a lot of times you read, like, Oh, just do this if you can't sleep, you know, take melatonin. You know, and it's like, well, that's great. It might be a short term fix, but you're watering down the syndrome or watering down the signs, you know. So, you know, and Western medicine really doesn't know how to diagnose you until you have the actual flat tire. And, And then you're in crisis. So I'm just thinking, God, wouldn't it be great to have, you know, a heads up? You yeah. know, and, and like, like, you know, on New Year's Day, like, you know, how you like thinking, oh, what am I going to do for my health? And if you knew where to target your health on New Year's Day, then by Valentine's Day, you wouldn't be throwing it down the toilet. You know, right, <laughs> you, exactly. you would have you would have more you would be, you know, it's very concentric. It's very funneled. It's very laser focused of like, where should I pay attention to? And then you can keep and you can periodically go back and look at that same questionnaire and kind of like you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of feeling weird lately. You know, let me go in and see what's going on. Right. You know, and then you can compare. If you're working on something specific, you can repeat that questionnaire eight weeks later, you know, or twelve weeks later, whatever is an appropriate time span, you know, and you can see where you're doing better, and mm-hmm. if you're doing worse someplace. Because sometimes when you fix one thing, you, whatever's going on under the surface sits off like kind of an inflammatory response in that area. And so you might have a little bit of a surge in where you, you know, and then all those organ systems working together can tax your immune system.
0: We keep mentioning your book, but we haven't said the title of it yet. Why are you sick, fat, and tired? How did you come up with this title that's so in your face? Like (laughs) that's cut through all the BS. Why are you sick, fat, and tired? (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, a
1: lot of people always said to me, like, why am I like this? Or why do I have this? You know, so that, that's where the why came from. And then in thought process, you know, the sick, the fat and the tired people know when they're tired. And people know basically, if they're fat, you know, you can look in a mirror, your clothes don't fit you anymore, you know, and uh, it, and. So you, you can look at that. There's another way to see if you have internal fat because you can be very skinny and have a high fat content internally. And then that would be determined by a body composition test. But you don't know if you're sick. And being sick takes a while. I'm not talking about, you know, head in the toilet kind of sick. I'm talking more, you know, it's just it's like I just don't feel good. You know, people use like, God, I just don't feel good. And three months later, you find out, you know, that, you know, that person who was telling you that, have cancer, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, I, I can, I in, 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 just off the top of my head, I can minimally think in the last couple years of five people that have said that to me. And three months later, you know, they have cancer and some of those five people are not here anymore. Oh, um, so, so, you know, the, you know, like knowing, you know, like if you could, you know, like look at the big picture you know, like a mind map and go like, this is where I'm at right now. And this is my red flags. Let's get rid of the red flags, yeah. you know, and anybody can change something in their habits, at least for a short period of time. And when they talk about in the definition of lifestyle medicine, targeted supplementation, they're not talking about supplementation that you would necessarily do for the rest of your life, you know, talking about targeted supplementation. So if you're working on an organ system that's out of kilter, you know, you want to like fix the problem on a nutritional level there first, you know, before in like, you know, do exercise and do other things like, you know, meditation and, you know, things and things like that are and meditation doesn't mean like, you got to be like the guru thing with your fingers, like, you know, touching your first three fingers touching and you're oming. Um, it can, meditation can be other things. It can be prayer. It can be, hugging a tree <laughs> it could be <laughs> just taking a nice walk and kind of like saying you know like the other day um, I walked out of where I'm living and there's these beautiful thyme plants that are in front of the house and there's all these bees in them I love bees I want to be a beekeeper <laughs> oh, <time>. God. <laughs> and um and so I'm going like oh look at the bees are here you know and I just went, like go, oh have a good time you know, go pollinate, because we need more bees um, in our environment. And, you know, so it could be other things like that, it could be listening to binaural beats, it could be, you know, you can't sleep at night, you know, it's just like, what I do, my health act for that is I look for, you know, I put on binaural beats that I like to listen to, you know, um, or I listen to an Abraham Hicks tape, or I listen to um, a book. Mm-hmm. And I'll just time it for so it will go off in thirty minutes. And of course, the next day I have to go back and back it up for thirty minutes. So I can do right. that part that I slept through. <laughs> um, but the you know, but just like you know, little little things like that, you know, that I help people with, you know, like what works for them, because what works for me doesn't work for necessarily everybody else. And it's just having a you know your bag of tools that you can really help people like, you know, what is it, what would make you do that? You know, like what, you know, tell me the kind of foods that you like. So I know how to help you make a better food plan. So that's, that works for you. That's more simple. So that makes sense of that whole, that whole convoluted sometimes and complex and challenging part of what, you know, what do I need to do? This is like overwhelming. So I make it simple And I give a better way with some simple solutions that's quicker, faster, and so that you end up with, you know, tangible results that are measurable, you know, and you can see in your face, you know, that for me is, and I do it very individualized. So what I would do with you might be something that I would do different than with your sister or Mm -hmm. if I did it, you know, with, you know, somebody else that's a client, because it's just, I I take really and value the whole person and who they are. And what, you know, what works for them and what doesn't work for them. And then we work around those edges, you know, and then when people start to see results there, a lot of times they're willing to do a lot
0: more. That's what I do like about what you do is that you make it for each person. You don't say, okay, here's a plan and it's going to work for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's right. not the case. That's not real. <laughs> that is not well, realistic. You well, know,
1: that's how Western medicine, Western <clears throat> medicine treats, you know, like hypertension, for instance all the same way. They give you meds.
0: Mm-hmm. They measure
1: your blood That's my dog drinking out of a wa- water bowl, in case you're hearing that. Yeah. Bathroom.
0: I thought you were cooking. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no, that's that's Jack. That's Jack drinking water. Jack, that's okay. Jack, have good time. Bringing home the cows. <laughs> um, so,
0: um, what was I saying? <laughs> oh, we were talking about Western Madison's uh, reason for just putting everything in one bowl and like right. deal with hypertension and well
1: you know that. that's how they're taught in school they're, yeah. they're taught in school like and here's a pill for hypertension or this pill and if that doesn't work then this pill or if you end up swelling up and having a bad reaction to that here's this pill so they feed you those pills to water down the symptoms in 19 no 2004 in february um 23rd i think it was in 2000 before the time magazine article had this like it said you know inflammation you know they finally found the link between chronic illness and disease and they found that it was related to you know these or these diseases like heart disease you know um stroke um and a couple other things and then you know and other like you know um like obesity and uh in the such and, you know, and, and so that, that, that bit of inflammation is like, you know, the question is like, where is my weakest link? Where, where is that? You mm-hmm. know, and for a lot of people, it is the gut, unfortunately, but it, it but it, the gut's one of the easiest organs to quote unquote fix.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, you, I mean, you're an expert. I'm, I'm just, just, I just know mine has just been a booger. So. Okay. I'm yeah, it,
1: it has um, it has the ability to it, it, it repairs you know if given the right you know it's like when you're making um, you know a, a, when you're when you're making something to eat and you're reading a recipe you've got to have all the pieces in the recipe or it doesn't work <laughs> you know sure. so when you're going back and you're looking at um, this, where you are, you got to go, here's where I'm at, this is where I want to go, and this is what I got going on. And what's the most important thing? You know, where's the tip of the iceberg? Let's get rid of the tip of the iceberg and work down the iceberg so that, you know, whatever is submerged, keeps on coming
0: up and we can keep on dealing with what those issues are. Now, why should we focus mainly on our health over the past two years? A lot of people
1: don't pay attention to their health. So when I ask that, I ask a couple questions. I always ask, like, you know, tell me how your health has been in the last few years. And I've seen m- numerous looks on people's faces like, hmm, I don't know. They haven't been paying attention, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just like, are they go like, well, I guess it's been OK. And then when they fill out my my, my questionnaire, they are going, I guess it hasn't been that good. <laughs> 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 and because they've had they realize by the, my questions are very intricate, they they would know i like, going, hmm. You know, I kind of have a couple other things going on that I wasn't, I guess, didn't like just wrote off, like, you know, when yeah. you're, like doing Grim Reaper syndrome. That is a question that brings people back to reality and like in present time, because then it makes them kind of like, you know, run that filter, go, hmm, what else has been really happening? Like in the last couple of years, what's been happening emotionally, physically, mentally, socially, spiritually, like what's, what has come unglued that needs to be glued mm-hmm. <laughs> you know exactly. or and like you know whether it's you know at home whether it's work you know and people can have traumas that they forget about i mean people forget that you know i remember treating a person one time and i said and um you know people always they then they lie to you too it's like they go you know i forgot to tell you something you know mm-hmm. when i was like 12 years old i fell off a horse and hit my head you know because then they, they first told you that they've never had an accident. <laughs> right, right. You're going. That's an accident, you know. <laughs> um, and you know, so there's there's things that people tell you. And I also ask people when um, I'm we're having just a conversation. Um, another question I ask them is, um, you know, so tell me, do you I remind you of your mother or your father? Because sometimes people will, you know, when I'm asking questions, they kind of get they. I can feel them slightly shutting down, like they're getting withdrawn and I want to mm-hmm. find out what's making them feel like that. And a lot of times it's one of their parents, you okay. know, if they say neither, or I've just, you know, I just have a thought that just kind of like, you know, messed with my head, you know, that, well, what was the thought? Then mm-hmm. we talk about the mindset because mindset's really important. They don't realize how important positive mental attitude is and what their mindset is when they're going to go do something, you know, to, to change their life. Mm-hmm. And they have people around who are supportive of that. That's so important, you know. That, that sometimes is the make, you know, is the thing that you know breaks the camel's back. Is not having that support, or someone telling you that you're not that. Um, that that just isn't important, or like, or like, why are you doing that? You know, you just have to be strong enough you never have to apologize you don't have to explain to anybody you know it's just the things that you are doing for yourself that are so good and healthy for you you know i'm doing them because i want to do them and i want to be healthy in the story
0: (laughs) right exactly in in the
1: story (laughs) you know and the last question i always ask people is you know if you knew what to do to be healthy would you do it and that always makes people think they people kind of like look to the side and look down or look wherever they have to go search in their head for that answer and they say you know and then they say sometimes they say not right now and go well this isn't a good time for us to move forward then you know then you then it's because I don't want to I want people who are invested in an outcome and as soon as possible in the shortest time as possible and people who want to learn better ways of doing things so that they have better results that are, you know, that are recordable and that you can have tangible results.
0: Now, you mentioned in your bio that um, we have a tendency to ask doctors the wrong questions. Can you give me example of a, a wrong question that we ask? Yeah, you ask people
1: go, go in, and they have a tendency to ask their doctor, "What's wrong with me?" They come in, and they and they will say, "That's just an example, you know." So they will go to their medical doctor, and they say, "I don't feel good." So the medical doctor doesn't go through the line of questioning that I do. Generally speaking, some of them do who are functional medicine doctors. They're much more thorough. Or people who practice lifestyle medicine, they're much more thorough. But a lot of doctors, their MO is, "Let's go do a bunch of tests," mm-hmm. you know. And if you're tests come back and they're within the normal range then they say you're perfectly fine it's all in your head now i had especially women patients that have a special interest in women's health you know that they were told that and they telling me like i still don't feel good dr pat i don't know what it is and i always sent them up to my OBGYN in boston when i had my active practice on the cake and there's a couple instances that you know somebody missed you know they missed something you know, and this person had you know cervical cancer, or they had they had other issues that were, you know, preventable. And if they would have stayed there and festered, they would have been in more, they would have been in bigger trouble. So that line of questioning—that you know, if you ask the wrong question, or like my stomach doesn't feel good, you know, or have like some bloating—and the doctor will say, "Well, what's your age?" That just makes the hair in the back of my neck stand up, and <laughs> they and. They will tell them that, you know, on, on that scenario, they're like, oh, you know, it's probably just like, you know, you know, when you get older, you have these issues with digestion and you have aches and pains in your joints. You know, I know so many people um, when I lived on Cape Cod that had Lyme's disease, their doctor kept on telling them it was arthritis. What? And, you know, and, and then I'm going, you've got to go get tested. You've got I go. I go, they didn't order a test. You should go get tested. If, if you're, call your medical doctor back. Tell them, you know, you, this is before that. I, you know, couldn't, they had some, this is years ago. But I was mm-hmm. like, you need to get a Lyme test. You, you need to know whether or not you've got Lyme or not, you know. And sometimes people were, you know, they, they were sitting there with it for a while. And it's just like, if I didn't have the improvement I was looking at for in a short period of time, I would look at other testing when I, how I practice what I did as a chiropractor at the time. Um, so it's, you know, people, if you, you know, the question to ask the the doctor, this is why I think, um, my book again is a good advocating tool is because it's a really in-depth questionnaire about all your organ systems in your body. There's 11 of them, you Mm -hmm. know? So, and each section might have, you know, like the gut has four sections to that one chapter. So there's, um, you've got to have you know like if you go in saying like you know like I'm not feeling good and here's an in-depth questionnaire on organ systems that I've got some issues over here. I want to order some blood work or what kind of tests can I do to support that? And if you don't get the answer that makes sense somebody's in somebody's in your English, then you can always call me <laughs> so, you know I'm more than happy to like steer you in the right direction so that you get the answers that you need in a timely basis, so you're not doctor hopping. Right. You know, And, and people are so, um, you know, there, there's so many that they they go, like they want to go to a specialist. Well, you know, going to a really good general practitioner, you know, who has a, a, an idea of what's going on, the right side's connected to their left side, and looking at how your health is patterning out, is valuable so that when you you deal with that problem first by getting on the cart with the horse attached and you start moving forward and like and then if the horse you got two horses and one wants to go one way and one wants to go the other way then you kind of go okay so what's what else is going on here Mm because two heads are better than one you know and you come back and you go like okay so let's repeat the questionnaire like what's coming up right now you know, so that has a lot of times, like even like in this COVID thing that's going on and around, when people, you know, who seemingly look like they're healthy, and I use the word look particularly because people looked like, well, that person was just fine, you know, and they ended up getting such a bad case of it. Some people succumbed, some people had to fight for their life for weeks, is because they had this inflammation and this what they call a cytokine storm happening mm-hmm. in their body. And mm-hmm. so, You know, it's just like all of a sudden whatever was looking below the surface, it erupted. It didn't emerge. It it erupted. And so then they're in a huge health crisis, you know. So Mm -hmm. it's really important to always be looking at your immune system and always be looking at how those organ systems are working with each other and where you have a weak link and fix that weak link. Yes. (laughs) You know, or manage it. Because some people, some things, you know, if you're looking at like how you're Like your gene pool, or are your epigenetics is playing out? Then you've got to take a look at like, well, what can, what is the best thing I can do right now to get this from point A to point like Z, and then, and some logical progression. If it doesn't make sense to you, call, find somebody else. (laughs) Right. That's my, you know, because you should what your health should be explained to
0: you in a language that you can understand. Yes. The doctor I had before the one I have now, she got to the point where she really just didn't even care. I would tell her that I was having the pain and she would just be like, probably just have chronic pain. It'll just keep coming back, you know, do some stretches, dah, 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 you'll be fine. When I moved to the city I'm in now and I got a new doctor and I was telling him about, you know, my issues and he just went so deep with my medical history And with just everything, that's how I found out I had irritable bowel syndrome. Mm -hmm. Because he was like, it's all connected. (laughs) I was like,
1: it's all connected. And it, you know, it's like you, like, how much can you reverse irritable bowel? Some people, a hundred percent, you know? So it's just like, and, and so like, you know, when you're having it, inflammation, like when somebody hurts their back, for instance, and they're going, God, the other day I had so much pain. This, I had a, a patient um, years ago who told me this. I was, like, I was working on him and we got to a really nice point. It was the summertime and his plum tree came where he was collecting plums. They were ready to eat. So the first thing you do when you pull fruit off a tree that you are growing in your backyard is you eat way too much of it. All that fructose made him have more inflammation, which flared up his low back problem. So it's like, you know, I always tell people, pay attention to what you're putting in your mouth, you know, and see like if you're feeling pain the next two days, then something that you ate created more of an inflammatory process in your body. And you can eat foods that you are reactive to and not even know you're having a reaction to them. You might get symptoms like two weeks later you know, and you don't realize that those, those symptoms are related to just like, you know, the pizza that you ate on Friday night, you know, when, when you're out and you're going, oh, I haven't had this in a long time. And then you're feeling like, you know, a little lethargic the next day. And a couple of weeks later, you're going like, God, I have a yeast infection. how did right. that happen?
0: Right. You know? I, was, I was like, it didn't make sense. I said, you mean to tell me my gut is making my stomach and my back hurt? He's like, yes. <laughs> you're <laughs> I'm like, okay. He's,
1: She's absolutely correct. (laughs) You know, it it can, you know, but you have to, it's like, you know, it's like always the question is like, well, where is my root problem? Yes. You know, and, you know, it's just like, and you've you've got a test, you can't guess. So this is a really great first test, my book, to find out what's the, you know, what's your baseline, what's going on, what, what test would I order from that? You know, and so I'm doing things that make sense as opposed to just like, I think that we should do, you know, CDC or whatever, whatever the test is, um, you know, to, to see, like, it gives you a much more uh, funneled view of where to focus.
0: Right. So what, so what two things can we change in our lives that will help us, um, with our mental and physical health?
1: Well, let's go talk about one thing first. Okay. There's three, there's three things that make you sick. Mm hmm. And the first thing is what, you know, I would say is trauma. And the first traumas that happen to people are usually when they're born. Nine out of 10 people have some type of cervical damage from the normal birthing process. That's a huge number. And so that sets up the spine to not be correctly aligned, which is why I would tell people to go see a biomechanical specialist, such as a chiropractor, you Mm -hmm. know, to create that To check that alignment out, and so when you get that working, you've got to take a look at the second reason. And the second reason why people get sick are because of toxins. So it's it's the air that you breathe, the water you drink, the food that you drink, eat. I mean, um, and um, you know, it's the chemicals that are in your cleaning fluids. Like if you're using, you know, four oh nine or whatever. You know, there's other products out there that don't have those extra chemicals because when you breathe them in, like the air freshener things that you plug in a wall, mm-hmm. you know, in the dryer sheets, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, so, you know, those toxins make a difference, you know, like when you're looking at, um, you know, people in the Midwest, you know, the word pop, you know, for so, like, you know, soda, they usually have a minimum of 22 teaspoons of sugar. So if you ever looked at what 22 teaspoons of sugar look like, you would never drink it And people when they drink juice, you know, they pour like, you know, eight ounce glass of juice. Well, it takes about three or four oranges to get that three or four glands, of, you know, for that juice amount, um, depending upon the size of the orange. And, and, and from that, then you've got to have this process of like the glucose goes to get um, handled in the stomach and the fructose goes to the liver. You know, liver mm-hmm. already is burden. <laughs> Who eats four or five oranges at a time, you know? And so when you're looking at juice, you got to go like, well, how much is, you know, how much really is one, the juice of one orange? You know, if you're going to eat quite something like that. it's usually a third of a cup, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you have like those kind of toxins that you're with. And the other types of traumas, too, besides birth are like car accidents, slips and falls, um, you know, the you know, tripping and catching yourself. Sometimes it's worse than the actual fall. And then, you know, the last thing is is thoughts, because your thoughts, if you, people don't have a handle on their thoughts, which people are really having a hard time in these day and times with and that those thoughts can undo any good that you've done and getting rid of toxins and getting rid of traumas and the inflammation from that you know because they sit there and fester women especially over men you know you ask the man like how like how's your health and they go fine (laughs) you know unless unless they're throwing up and then you know putting their head in the toilet they don't consider themselves sick women on the other hand go like oh my god i feel that you know i have had menstrual cramps if you have menstrual cramps you're going i don't feel good right you know it's like the question is not so much what the diagnosis is, but the question is like, why, what is it in my environment, you know, and what am I doing eating in my lifestyle that's contributing to that problem in the first place? And then you fix, you, you got to change that. That's where your health journey starts. But that's where the third thing comes in is the thoughts. Um, and, you know, and And that could be, you know, from overthinking, that could be worry, that could be, you know, like you're like not getting, you know, enough, you know, sleep and like ruminating in your thoughts that are keeping you up. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, you know, and I always tell people when they have that issue, just get up and write down what the thought is like. Oh, I need to like um, call, make this call first thing in the morning. Just write the name on a piece of paper next to your bed and go to sleep. Um, and <laughs> ask yourself, is there something that I can do about it right now? If you can't do something about it right now, just stop doing it. Move on. You know, just and you know, and then have an agreement with you, like your your head. But you've got to get a he- handle on thought. So those are the three things that make you sick. The two things that I would tell people. To do one of the biggest things as a physician and my as being because I have a a specialty, I had a specialty when I had my practice in sports medicine. People are not hydrated enough. They don't flush their systems out enough, they're not hydrated enough. And they should have water that comes, that's filtered water and not from the tap. The tap water has a neurotoxin in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it like has fluorine, chlorine. It has stuff in it that is just not good for you. So hydration is a big thing, and um, and they can put lemon in that water because it will help them digest their foods better. Mm-hmm. Um, and enough, just so it's slightly cloudy. And you know, the second thing I would tell people is to to you know for exercise portion of that is if you hate to exercise, just go out and walk as fast as you can, as far as you can, for as long as you can. So that you know, and while you're doing that, think good thoughts Think thoughts of gratitude what am i you know grateful for today you know it's just like i'm having such fun with you i'm going to be grateful for you all this rest next week and ever you know (laughs) i'm having a lot of fun with you doing this so you you know i think for the for an an exercise you know hack it's just like go out and walk get some good good shoes that feel comfortable on your feet and if you can't walk that far because you're overweight or or you have a restriction, or you're recovering from something, you know, it's like, just remember whatever way you walk one way, you got to walk the other way. So just make it a shorter walk, you know, and keep on building up, make it a goal to like, you know, to take better care of yourself, especially for self care, because there's a lot of things you can do for self care that are out there um, that are not toxic for you. And if I can just add one third thing, that's important. And the third thing. I would tell people it would be, is read ingredient labels because anything that you put on your skin, 65% of what you put on your skin gets absorbed into your body. So if you're putting on sunscreen that has parabens in it or phthalates in it, then you are absorbing those parabens or P, you know, like, you know, these, uh, petroleum based things that whatever is the ingredient that you're trying to get in, they're driving in because of this petroleum-based thing that drives that one ingredient into your body. So it's important to know what those ingredients are. Look them up on the internet. Look up what the side effects are, you know, and your vitamins. Look at what the ingredients are in your food, you know, and... You know, and the fourth one would be probably is to cook as simple as possible. If you can't pronounce something that's on a label, don't buy it <laughs> for if if food. And try to make your, your foods as simple as possible, like five ingredients, you know, things like that. There's cookbooks mm-hmm. out there to do that, that make, you know, cooking a lot, you know, a lot of fun, you know, and that. So that, those are more than two, I know, but Oh, I no, those are
0: great. Those are really important ones. You just blew my mind. I've always looked at labels as far as food was concerned but never with lotions or body washes or oh i feel so violated and i gotta read all these ingredients (laughs) well when
1: you do you start going like oh my god you like look at your you know stuff i had a woman who couldn't get pregnant in my office forever Mm -hmm. and um so one day i just said to her i didn't know what i Else to do. We changed her diet, we changed her exercise. She was like really good at like visualizing having a baby and all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. and we feng shui her house and you know, got everything from underneath the bed, you know, got it out. And then I one day I just looked at her and something told me to ask her, What kind of perfume do you use? And she said, Well, she told me the name. I don't, don't remember it now, didn't remember it then. I said, Go find out what the base ingredients are in that. And one of the base ingredients in that product was juniper. She used it for 10 years on her body. And so juniper is an emologue, and emilogs prevent pregnancy. <gasps> no. And so when we ta- – and, and this is a truth the, – the, honest God's truth story. And that three months after she stopped the using that, she goes, oh, my God. She goes, I love this. I said, well, that's kind of a clue. <laughs> but wow. It, you know, she got – pregnant, you know, and I, my girl was like, if you get pregnant, you cannot name your child after me, <laughs> just, you know, but she was just so late. She just, you know, she said, I never would have put that together.
0: Wow. Well, you know, everyone's talking about apple cider vinegar. Are you an advocate for that? Cause I will put apple cider vinegar and lemon juice in my water. Cause I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I hate water. I force myself to drink it. So I drink it easier. So are you okay with that? I mean, is that a good thing to do? It's a great
1: thing to do. It okay. raises the right kind of acid in your stomach. It helps your gallbladder work if you had one. Um, <laughs> and it helps your liver work because now your liver is doing the job of the gallbladder. So the right. job of the gallbladder is to coat the stomach so you don't have any problems with it. You don't have too much acid. But you're having the right kind of acid and stuff. Apple cider is really wonderful. I gargle with it if I've been in a public place. I mean, it's kind of kind of sound funny, but you know, in this day and time, if I come back, you know, if I feel like at the end of the day before I go to bed, I'll just take a cap full of it and just gargle a little bit and wash my mouth out with it.
0: Makes sense. You know, and then it helps. It's like if
1: there's anything that's not, and I used to tell patients to gargle when they started to get laryngitis with. The apple cider and if you, you like hold your hand up and you look at the knuckle the main knuckle of your baby finger um mm-hmm. i would tell people put at least that much cider vinegar into a kind of like a rock glass that you would have like um like a, a, a water glass that would hold like mm-hmm. at least eight 12 ounce like eight ounces and, and then and put you know three fingers put one finger the baby finger of cider vinegar the three fingers of water and gargle with that you know, That's great advice. Yeah, it's just it's a it's an easy hack that you know it just it's like I give cider vinegar to my dog in his water. Do you be, really for, for the same thing? Wow, you know it helps his kidneys, it helps his liver, it helps his um, whole intestinal tract. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you know it's it's just it's a good thing for you it's like it, it cleans it does so many things like you can clean walls with it it does there's just so many like uses for cider vinegar you know it's, it acts as a water softener for like if you're looking at um like your laundry i use sometimes like a half a cup or like where it's a softener i put the cider vinegar in that part of the, the washer mm-hmm. and um, i use what those uh, ceramic balls you know to wash my clothes yeah you know it's a Like when I tried it, I thought this can't work, you know, and it works pretty well on, you know, most things. But if something's soiled, like I spilled ketchup on something, then Mm -hmm. I have to pre-treat it before I use it.
0: Now, as far as water goes, do you prefer, I know you said you, you know, tap water is that, which I don't drink tap water anyway, but do you prefer spring water, distilled water or? I,
1: I like to have electrolytes in my water. So I, I go for filtered water. Filtered water. Okay. You know, in some instances you might want to do you know distilled water but that's not not in, in a lot of cases but you know generally speaking unless something specifically calls for you know drinking distilled water like they use distilled water in um like iron so you don't create any um rust in mm-hmm. them because some places have higher mineral content in a wa- in the water
0: you know, okay. you know, and
1: people who like have water softener systems in their house have got to be careful with, you know, because a lot of them are treated with potassium or sodium, something, you know, and having that, you know, if, if you're looking at like, oh, I can't lose weight, you know, then um, that might, and if you have a water treating system, you know, I would have the water tested to see what, you know,
0: what those numbers are and, and to figure that out. Okay. And what advice would you give someone who's feeling just dis- So unbalanced. Call me. (laughs) (laughs) Buy my book
1: and call me Um, because you want because you got it. Like when someone's unbalanced, you know they've got to know where to start, right? And so if you're in the state of confusion, people who are in in confused states don't buy. When you go gross, when you go um, shopping for clothes, Mm -hmm. and you just don't feel like it, you never buy anything. It's kind of that same kind of like like a confused buyer doesn't buy. You know, right. and so like when you're confused about your health, you've got to really have somebody who can make sense of what's going on, who's able to like kind of like inbreed in between the lines.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so like what's really going on? You know, and um, how long has this been going on? You know, and and know what questions to ask that are the right questions. So it's it's a beneficial, it's a win-win situation for somebody. So my recommendation for somebody who's doing that buy the book, see where your score is at, be very honest with yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and look at what the question's asking you. Don't think too much about it. <laughs> just, yeah. just look at the question. What, and you say, like, oh, I don't understand those questions asking me. You just like to say, so what is the question asking me? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's asking me, do I have uh, pain in my side when I eat fat food, you know, and just right. like, hmm, sometimes, okay then what's the how does that relate to what i have to answer you know so it's and they're all like you know circle this or check off that kind of thing um but you've got to know where to start so when, it, when i'm at that like i just feeling like ugh, um i will go back to my own i take my own quiz <laughs> my own questionnaire. Really? oh yeah and you know because i want to know what's going on with me because i want to have you know i've been doing it for years you know and i've been doing um liver cleanses that tonify the liver to function, Mm -hmm. you know, for years, like 20 something years. And since 1996, Wow! how many years is that? And, you know, and I do them regularly so that, you know, I can keep my body working as optimal as possible. So something does come up. I'm not dealing with a really complicated, convoluted, challenging problem. Right. You know, and, and having it, you know, and having it make sense to, to me. And, um, so that's what I would tell, I would, that's what I would tell somebody. It's like, you should call me, let's have a talk. <laughs> let's see, let's get acquainted. Let's see what's going on. And right. let's see what your next best step is. It might well, not be me, but if it's not me, then, you know, I would, you know, I would help help people figure out where to advocate for that.
0: Okay. And how can they contact you?
1: Well, they can contact me in a couple of ways. My uh, website website. Is called um, healthteamnetwork.com. dot com, um, and on my um, page there, you've been to my webpage. Um, mm-hmm. There's a place where you can reach out to talk to me in a strategy session, you know, which takes you to my calendar, and you can schedule time in via that way. Okay,
0: I cannot tell you how much I enjoyed talking to you. Oh, it's so
1: much fun <laughs> we had. We laughed. You know, the, the only thing we probably. Didn't do is we didn't get sad and we didn't cry. I know, and that's <laughs> so, a good thing. It's a great that's thing. A good, that's <laughs> a good thing, you know. But you know, but you always have, you know, tears of joy also. <laughs>
0: right, exactly. Right?
1: What were you going to say? I was just going to say, and and probably the fifth thing when you add me for the first two, the, the last thing I would add into that is keep your sense of humor.
0: Amen. It's like Three hundred times some, to that. Amen.
1: something that makes you happy, you know, and do it. It's just like, if that's, you know, if it's like walking, if it's like, you know, if it's baking and like, you know, and you're trying not to like trying to lose weight, for instance, bake mm-hmm. and give it away. <laughs> just, Ooh, that's a good
0: one. You a know, tough one, but a good one.
1: Hey, <laughs> bacon, bake and, bake and give it away, you know, because wow. just think about the, you know, like the gift of being able to give something to mm-hmm. somebody else that doesn't have those issues. <laughs> just, right. Yeah. You know, you know, wow. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not a baker. So that's never an issue with me because anytime I've opened <laughs> flour up in a house, it's for some reason it gets in my bedroom and it doesn't even <laughs> go in my bedroom. It's just like, it's just not my forte.
0: So yes. I, I have one last question for you. Are okay. you Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm ready for you. <laughs> All right. If you can have any song, be your theme song when you walked into a room, what would it be and why? Wow. Well, because I like your music. I've listened to a couple of your,
1: um, uh, it's just like, I always like Motown.
0: Okay. Um,
1: you know, so like, I'm from Motown. So I always like Motown songs that are like up and lively. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one of the songs that I really like is by um, Lionel Richie, you know, Dancing on the Ceiling. Yes. <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. I like it because it's so energetic. Yeah, no. And it makes you want to move. One of the things I tell people, honey, if you don't move, you're going to die. That's a great song to get up and dance Mm -hmm. to. When I listen to a couple of your podcasts, I'm going, I love that. That girl loves music. (laughs) (laughs) I like her podcast. That was, you know, I'm I'm definitely I I have. uh, I use music for therapy you know, with, with people, but that's like one of those songs that I, you know, if I, I need to get somebody up and moving. You know, I always request that song. Um, and, and then I have people just get up and dance. <laughs> that's awesome.
0: This was fun. I, this was really fun.
1: Oh, thanks a million. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I, I loved it. So on a one to 10, it was like a 30. Right. <laughs> a great way to do my afternoon. All right. Thanks. sweetness. Have a great day. You too. Bye bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.
0: Thank you, Dr. Pat, for all of your information about our mental and our physical health. Things that we need to take care of more so now than ever. And if you would like to be on worldly Church, girl, click the link below. Shoot me an email and let's see what we can do with that thing. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Y'all need to subscribe to this podcast because you do not want to miss another episode. Trust And as always, thanks for joining your one and only Worldly Church Girl.